What's going on, y'all? It is the Artful Dodger with the Long Boxing While Black podcast. Um, it's been a while, been about a month. Um, I've had a lot of different things going on, and so um, everything that I'm doing uh, outside of this is really geared towards um, upgrading the show um, and adding a little bit of variety to it. So uh, please bear with me. If you're still riding with me, I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to try to normalize my schedule again so I can get around to producing these, but I want to make sure that I'm not just creating content and throwing it out into the universe. So with that being said, um, today's episode, I think I'm going to, um, I have a lot of different things I want to get on, but, uh, I'll start with the first thing that kind of was kind of stuck in my crawl. Um, it's the finale of this season's The Flash. Um, so that's what we're going to talk about on today's episode. Get to you guys after the jump. Peace. Dig. So. The Flash. For those that follow me on social media or whatnot, um, there's a couple of superhero shows that I, uh, comic book shows that I frequent. Um, the Netflix joints, I'm a little bit behind, but uh, I watched Punisher, Luke Cage, everything up until this season's Jessica Jones, I'm a little bit behind on. So I have opinions on those, but I follow that, follow The Flash, follow Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And so those are the shows that I really focus on. I'm not as interested in Arrow. The show didn't really grab me from the onset. I've tried to get into it. It's just not for me. And I do follow DC's Legends tomorrow, even though it kind of started out kind of as a grudge thing because I wasn't really feeling it, but I'm actually starting to enjoy it. And to be honest with you, I actually enjoyed this season more than I enjoyed The Flash, which is a first. Um, Dig. So... The thing with the Flash, um, I really think that this season uh, just was too. I don't know if it was too long. I don't know if it was a matter of them holding on to the main, writing a main villain that just wasn't engaging. But it was it it drug on and on and on. Um, and for though this has spoilers in it, so bear with me. Um, this shit with the vote. Come on, man. It ran too long. He's not, he wasn't an engaging villain. And they really didn't make him seem like a legitimate, credible threat until the last, I'm going to say, three episodes. Everything up to it was just kind of meandering. Um, you're sitting there watching Flash run around, collect L's left and right, just not getting it. They're getting beat by this guy. Um, who doesn't really seem like he should be that powerful. I really didn't know what his aim was. Even after he gave us the entire Ozymandias reveal where he disclosed his entire plot and his nefarious plot to make the world not as intelligent, I guess. It just never landed. It didn't connect as a credible threat. Um, and I don't know if it's the villain that they picked or the way it was delivered, or the way that it was written, but it just really didn't connect at all. And the team composition um, was punishing to watch. 
it was it was it was brutal. Um, you know, I know that they're playing around or trying to incorporate Ralph into the team. Um, he wasn't likable. He never really got likable. And so it was hard to invest in the let save Ralph angle that the show took in the last episode. Um, and Barry saying Ralph was one of his best friends, which you never saw that in the show. <laughs> like literally he was, Ralph was obnoxious up until he air quotes died. And then they're mourning this character that nobody really liked that much. It was so bizarre. Um, and I understand that you want to incorporate Iris into it. And I understand that um, they were creating a lane for uh, Barry and Iris's granddaughter from the future um, to play a role. Um, but they should one they should have brought her in a lot earlier than they did. Um, she was on that show for damn near a half year. I knew exactly who she was. A lot of the a lot of the real fans, anybody who's followed Flash comic books, knew who she was, and she's just sitting on the sidelines and didn't really do anything until this last episode. But I understand you're trying to play up the Barry and Iris um, dynamic. Here's the thing: um, can we give Iris her own thing to do? Like. I get the fact that, you know, it's about the team and Team Flash and stuff like that. But before they got to that point, she was contributing very vital parts of the team without having to actually be tied to the team. You know, she had her own life outside of this Team Flash thing. And... It's kind of like Team Flash has this insidious kind of creep where you can't have an existence outside of Team Flash at all. Iris had her own job and her own life outside of it. There's no reason for her to be, uh, uh, you know, thrust into this role of, okay, now she is the captain of Team Flash or whatever. Um, I don't get it. <laughs> Let her let her live. Let her have her own life and her own career and her own wants and desires and needs and existence that's independent of everything. You know, she shouldn't have to give sacrifice everything for Team Flash. It doesn't make any sense. They already had a pretty cohesive team. You add components to it. You have your components that exist outside that can provide you access and information that you can't access on your own, but you don't need to absorb them and drag them into the narrative. It didn't make any damn sense. Let her go and be a reporter. That was, she provided so much vital information as a reporter and she could do investigative journalism and get them the gory details on the bad guys and do a lot of the detective work. Her and Joe had a, you know, she was the journalistic side of the detective work. He was the law enforcement side. They come together. They give vital stuff for Team Flash to operate on. But don't bring her in to be a den mother for Team Flash. It just really, de it, 
it put her front and center, but at the same time, it it really kind of devalued some of the stuff that the character was doing. Um, the entire arc where she got the entire episode, I should say, where she got superpowers, that just kind of seemed like okay. Well, Iris is with Team Flash. We need to give her powers to have give her something to do momentarily, and that was it. It didn't go anywhere. So I hope next season they do do a small return to the status quo where they let people have their lives outside of Team Flash. Um, now, I say that to say this because it's going to sound contradictory, but there was a aggressive lack of Joe in this season. Um, it was pervasive. Um, and if the idea was, well, we're bringing on, um, we're bringing on Ralph, so... Joe's just extra. That's that's a bad that's a bad that's bad thinking right there. Because you're swapping out a character that's kind of the 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 moral compass and the level-headed one, the mature one, the one who actually knows police work and stuff, um, and can be your heavy. And you're swapping him out for irritating comic relief. Ralph is literally a scrappy do of this team, and to replace. Joel for Ralph is not an even trade whatsoever. Nobody wanted that shit. Nobody wanted Ralph to take over where Joel was. Um, Joel is uh, is more valuable to Team Flash than Ralph was for a long time. For a while, Ralph was actually um, kind of a liability to the team because of the different adjustments that he was having to being a superhero um when you remove joe and put him on the sidelines essentially um you took out the core of what gave the team its seriousness and kind of let it have get gave it some outside or some real perspective on things they were doing where Joe's like, well, you technically can't do that as against the law or, Hey, I'm a detective. Let me go detect and find out some stuff and get back to you guys. You took that part out of it and just kind of made him like, Oh, well, here's Joe. And now he's gone again. You know, it wasn't as bad as Wally where they just put, they just sent Wally to the damn phantom zone. This said, you know what, Wally, we don't have anything for you, so what we're going to do is we're going to take you and just not have you do anything, and then you're going to pop up on Legends of Tomorrow randomly and be a good character there. But we're just going to put you out the pasture. Um, it was just kind of ham-fisted the way they handled it. Um, the Caitlyn, the entire Caitlyn Killer Frost arc um, is un- is unnecessary. Um they could have just given us a flashback. I mean, Barry was without his powers for, you know, for a day, a couple of days. Caitlin got the full fridge where she didn't have her powers for the entire second half of the season. And then we find out through flashback, she always had her powers. And, okay, <laughs> What was the point of that? Why couldn't she have the same one episode without her powers thing too? Um, it didn't add anything to her character. It didn't add any layers. We already know who Caitlyn Snow was. She was already established as a character. We knew who she was. We knew she was capable of uh, before the Killer Frost thing manifested. I think 
uh, what they're trying to do is find a way to make Killer Frost non-villainous, and um, you just—it's hard to not—it's hard to do when you have a name of Killer Frost. One, two, they created the entire split persona to give Caitlyn an edge, and then they never really ran with it. Part of the thing that made Killer Frost interesting was she was she is one of the um, most ice cold villains in the DC universe. So if you're going to make her heroic, that's fine. If you're going to give Caitlyn an edge, that's fine, too. But this dual personality thing needs to go. Um, that goes to my larger point generally, and this goes for every comic book show that's out there, um, especially the CW ones, because they love this plot point, um, the secret identity, it's, it's time to let it go. Um, Supergirl needs to let it go. Um, the Flash needs to let it go. The concept of the secret identity is so ridiculous in an age where we can identify racists from their Facebook pictures and tell you exactly where they work um, and how long they've been employed there within an hour. It doesn't make sense that people see the flash out in public. Yeah, he moves faster, speed of light. Yeah, at all times, he's faster, speed of light. It is the worst kept secret on the show. Because they drag every villain that they're trying to reform back to Team Flash headquarters, back to Star Labs, and then Barry unmasked in front of him, and now they know his secret identity too. It doesn't make any damn sense. And Supergirl's the same damn thing. It's a plot point that doesn't make any sense. Secret identities are worthless in this day and age. It is beyond... Um, you know, I know that, you know, suspension of disbelief is still a big part of these shows or whatnot, but come on. It's even getting still in the comic books, man. Um, they ain't doing secret identities no more, man. Half the DC Universe knows Superman is Clark Kent. You know, there are very few superheroes where it doesn't, where it, it still makes sense for them to maintain a secret identity or dual life. Daredevil's one of them. If you got a day job, I guess that works. Um, Spider-Man, Peter Parker thing makes sense because he's not, you know, in some iterations of Spider-Man, he's not really powerful enough to protect his loved ones, insulate his loved ones from his foes the same way. But come on, man. It's a, it's, it's just a dumb plot point is what I'm saying. You're telling me that they can't figure out who Team Flash is. He hangs out with the same group of people. Everybody knows who Cisco is. They know who Caitlyn is. They know who Iris is. But she's married to Barry. But Barry's never around. But the Flash is always there. That doesn't make any damn sense is what I'm saying, guys. And it limits storytelling. You know, it doesn't need to be this big takedown where Barry just amasses in front of the world and lets the world know he's the Flash. But the fact that he's so protective over it um, to the point where... It flies in the face of realism, <laughs> or not even realism in, in this sense, realism that's established in, in the comic book world. It flies in the sense, like, there was literally an episode where um, 
they brought I forgot who the villain was. Oh, that lady who does the, who has the bucket of steel chips that she can I can't remember her name. Um because I thought it was something but it's not. Um I thought it was uh one I thought it was uh Magneto or Magenta or whatever but it's not. Anyway, she has a bucket of spare airplane parts or whatever that she uses that she magnetizes uses to kill people. There was literally no reason for them to unmask Barry in front of her. None. Zero. It served no purpose. She tried to kill every single one of them at various times throughout her villainous career. But we're going to bring her back. And t- Barry's going to take off his mask. And he's going to show her exactly who he is. And then we're just going to turn her loose to be a villain again. And now she has this information. She tried to sell him into slavery. She or she tried to buy him, and she didn't know he was a Flash then. But now we're gonna unmask, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. They don't they don't protect it, but Barry protects it for what? For what purpose? Even in the comic books, I remember they kind of it was just kind of uh, yeah, he's a Flash. That's just how we're, we're just giving up on the pretense. We're just gonna drop this pretense. Um, that you know we're gonna even try to uphold this anymore. It's time to let the secret identity thing die, especially on the CW shows, because they don't uphold it at all anyway, and it doesn't really add to the story. If you're gonna keep bringing villains into the fold and tell them your secret identity, and then say, "Well, the world can't know who I am because it puts everybody I know in danger," but you bring the person who just tried to kill you two weeks ago and tell them exactly who you are. It doesn't make any sense. So that's a plot point that needs to go away. Um, and so I'm kind of rambling here about the Flash because there was a lot of different things that just weren't weren't clicking this season. Like I said, I was a fan of uh, the way they did Black Lightning where it kind of had a shaky start, uh, but it got better and it got more streamlined. It was more compressed. The character arcs and the reveals and the powers, they didn't they didn't linger because I think they had a sense that they didn't have a lot of time to tell us the story. Because they didn't really know if they were going to be able to, they were going to get renewed for next season. So they had to fit a lot of storyline in a few episodes. I appreciate that more than this I guess it, it, it's almost like this uncompressed we're gonna we're gonna drag this plot point out to the nth degree. And see how long our fans can endure it. Stuff that the Flash does. Um, there should DeVoe should not have been a villain for the entire season. We've been stuck with this dude for for over a year. It's time to get him out of the paint, man. I don't want to see. I don't want to hear nothing about DeVoe. I don't see nothing about no DeVoe anymore. Um, you know, the season before they tried to do it with Savitar. Uh, but even Savitar wasn't the prime, wasn't the only villain, or wasn't the only main villain for a long time. Um, you know, they did something with Doctor Alchemy that it, it okay. The Doctor Alchemy thing did fall flat on his face, but he was the villain for a while, and then they bring in the bigger bad. So then he ends up becoming the dragon. If you if you follow TV tropes, you know what I'm talking about. Where uh, Doctor Alchemy was the sidekick to the villain but he was also there are elements of it that made him a little bit more scary than the villain and so you know i i get it um team flash really can't the flash can't really sustain with one villain unless that villain is dominant like where he just dominates the landscape like zoom 
was was a good one. Um, Professor Zoom was a good one. Um, and Reverse Flash was a good one because it made sense. And he was the first one, so you really didn't have any expectations. But Zoom was sinister. And the Who Is Zoom thing worked out pretty well. Um, I would like to see them drift away from just speedsters, but if that's what carries it, that's what carries it. That's all I got to say. Um, but there are other Flash villains out there. I do think that Grodd was kind of due for a longer arc um, instead of making him a one-off because Grodd is, in my opinion, I could be wrong, outside of the outside of the reverse Flash and, the, and Zoom and maybe even Godspeed recently, um, Grodd is the Flash's primary villain. Captain, Since Captain Cold isn't that guy anymore, um, you know, we haven't really, you know, we've made him more of a anti-hero, which is cool. Um, maybe give Grodd a little bit more shine <laughs> in this, a little bit more time in the spotlight. I don't know, but you can't do what you did this season where you bring in the thing, the mad thinker and just expect him to carry the whole season as a villain. It just didn't work. And his plan wasn't even that good. Um, it just, it, if you have super intelligence, I expect more from you. <laughs> I expect you to be on this. Uh, was it Ozymandias? I might be butchering his name from the Watchmen where, you know, the I did it 32 minutes ago. Like where the plan is set. There ain't nothing you can do to stop it. Um, and you just got to deal with the fallout kind of stuff. I'd rather deal with much rather deal with that than 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 what the what he did. Where it was, oh, the most the ball is set in motion. We gotta go stop him. Oh, it's too late now. Well, not really. And then it just ends on a thud. <laughs> That's basically what happened. So I'm really pulling for the Flash to improve and streamline it a little bit uh, next season. Hopefully, the writers have something in the clip that's a little bit better than what we witnessed and what we experienced this season because it just wasn't it. Um, and it it it's going to be hard for me to stay tuned for a season six if season five doesn't improve vastly on the story, which includes give Iris her own, give Iris her own thing to do, uh, let her have her life again. Let's 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 ditch the let's ditch the um, keeping secret identity is the most important part. Let's do something with Ralph and make him Ralph Dibney and not Ill O'Brien playing Ralph Dibney. Uh, for comic book heads are going to get their reference. Let's not have the elongated man be Plastic Man. Let's either have him be Plastic Man. Or be the elongated man. But having the elongated man with the plastic man's character traits doesn't work at all. The goofy, zany kind of stuff doesn't work for doesn't work for elongated man. That's not who he is. He's one of the most prodigious detectives in the DC universe outside of Batman and Detective Chimp. So let's not play let's not play uh, elongated man cheap like that again. Um, Joe is the heart of this team. Let's do something with that, um, you know. And if you're gonna bring back Wells, if you're gonna bring another Wells into the mix, um, let's give him something a little bit more to do than be comic relief or have a character arc that nobody really resonates with up until the last moment. 
Let's give him. Let's let's make Wells a valuable member of the team again. And you know maybe uh, Barry's granddaughter. I can't. I call her X XS whatever. Um, from the Legion of Superheroes. I really hope that maybe she takes the Wells part and adds something that's interesting to the narrative. Um, but those are the improvements I really hope to see. Let's 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 do something. Let's improve the show. Um, and make it great again. So that's all I got. Thanks for listening to me rant about the Flash. Um, I'll see you. In, uh, I will probably be dropping some more stuff in, in the upcoming days. But I wanted to get back in the saddle and start providing more content for you guys. Anyway, um, what I got coming up is I'm going to be adding guests to the show. I'm probably going to be upgrading some of my equipment or whatnot. Uh, we're still office space. We're still in construction. So <laughs> once I get my studio set up, um, you guys will be the first ones to know. And you'll start seeing a little bit more um, in terms of production from me. So that's what we got. That's what we got going on. I will holler at you guys later. Uh, follow us. Of course, we're on SoundCloud, uh, Twitter at LB Wild Black. Um, this is on iTunes, on Stitcher. It's pretty much everywhere you can get podcasts. Like, share, and subscribe. Let me know if you like the content. I will holler at y'all later. Peace.